was just reminded that uh, we're coming up on another fireversary. It's the big one. I actually pay more attention to the BBL fireversary because it was BBL and then two days later, start the podcast. I think I was more um, clear in mind after that, the BBL fire to this. My mind was clearer than when I got fired from Free Beer and Hot Wings. I think a lot of that had to do with because, you know, I was kind of like whittled down to nothing with uh, my time at BBL. Remember, they had cut my pay in half. So I wasn't making shit. Um, well, no, I was I was making a good living, but not nearly what I was, obviously. Cut in half. Holy shit, 50%. That's a lot. Um, truth be told, what I do on this show, I make considerably more than what I made on BBL. And that's like a real brag right there. That is, I'm very, very proud of that. Make no mistake. But it's a lot of hard work. I spent a lot of time doing this. More than I've ever done. I do more work doing this podcast than I've ever done in anything in my life. And when I say work, it's all, it's pretty much mental. Um, but it, it's, a, it's an unbelievable amount of time consumption to make this happen. And what am I vo- uh, motivated by? Fear. Truth. But we are getting dangerously close to the day when it all came crashing down. Boy, I can look back on this and laugh now. But uh, February 5th was the day, and I'm not sure if I have the audio of that day. Uh, February 4th was um, the day before where I got the... um, uh, I, I had the uh, basketball game at the Delta Plex when the shot clock didn't work. And I remember like, oh, man, that's uh, this is going to be great to talk about on the show. And um, actually, I wasn't 100% convinced I was going to talk about it, but it only was until I got into that room again and we were having yet another show where it was fucking boring. I've said this before. That show... Uh, prior to me leaving, it had already started to decline. We weren't doing anything fun like we used to. And I didn't like Greg. I still don't like fucking Greg. Uh, but, you know, it's not not easy to do a show where you're trying to be laughy and enjoy yourself with a person that you don't like. But uh, it was yet another moment when... It was another stupid phone topic or Greg ripping something off of Reddit or something boring. And uh, I was like, hey, I got something to talk about. Something happened last night at the basketball game. I want to talk about that. Okay. So I tell the story about the fucking shot clocks fucking break. And I have to count down from 10, which, by the way, happened again recently. I had to do that, but I uh, uh, didn't have as bad of an attitude about it. In telling that story, I referred to Joel as the the dumb dumb with the dungarees whose shot clock stinks and the place is a dump. He calls the radio station. Uh, Russ picks up the phone. This is Thursday after the show. And uh, hey, I heard you talking about the Deltaplex there. Yeah, 
So what? I'm probably going to get a phone call from uh, Joel Angloy. I go, and? Yeah, he's not going to be up. He's not going to be happy with that. Just letting you know. Uh huh. Okay. See you later. I didn't think another thing of it. Are you kidding me? It's not like I, I said the guy's a fucking uh, 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 racist or a cocksucker or something horrible. I was, I was so floored when I get a fucking phone call at three in the afternoon from this piece of shit, Russ, and he's mad. Oh boy, you did it now. And I'm getting sick and tired of having to, having to uh, answer for you. You see me first thing in the morning when I get in there Friday. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Friday, I get in there. Russ got his fucking pleated pants pulled up to his tits in his office. I wander and I go, uh, yeah. You go on the air there and you apologize for that horrible thing you did. I made fun of his fucking pants. You get in there, you ninny. Fuck. So there's audio of me again apologizing. One day I'll find that and unearth it and we'll go. Ben and I will play it on the uh, uh, Who Are These Zanes? Go through, we should go through clips of all of my apologies that I didn't mean. Um, prior to that, I was playing the uh, Peter Griffin, you have AIDS drop. You have AIDS like nine months earlier. And I got in a shit ton of trouble for that. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. No, I know it, it, it's important that we keep doing that. Yeah. Someone who has AIDS reached out and I'm like, Russ, don't believe that. There, I can guarantee you, no one who has AIDS reached out. It's someone probably from another radio station trying to get me in trouble. I don't believe that there's actually a guy who had AIDS and was pissed off. Okay? I would need to see, uh, you know, his, uh, his skin ulcers to make me believe that we actually have an AIDS. Can you get up the nerve to say, we don't believe that you have AIDS. We're going to need to, you're going to need to prove to us that you No, they didn't do any of that shit. So I got in big trouble for that one. So I was on thin ice. It's all it took. Make fun of fucking Joel's pants. And then, uh, uh, Russ go on the air and apologize. So I did. It was shitty. Uh, Greg's by the way, uh, Greg was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I had a bad feeling about what you said about uh, the Delta Plex is going to get you in trouble. It's like, well, then why didn't you dump it, you dickhead? He never would hit the dump. He would always, like, let it go. Like, fucking get aggressive with it. You're running the dump. Hit the fucking button, you dickhead. Um, anyway. So I apologize. And then... uh after the show on Friday. I'll never forget it because Ray Bentley was in there talking Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was Sunday with uh, uh, the one when Peyton Manning run. Uh, run. Peyton Manning won with the, the fucking Broncos. And uh, that was the last time I saw Ray Bentley. And then, All right. Uh, show meeting. Ugh, fuck me. And these cocks. 
proceed to just blow my ass up. Steve, like, you're going to get us fired. It's like, I am not going to get you fucking fired. We're on 25 of their fucking radio stations. If they fire us, they have to fire, they have to find 25 new morning shows, you fucking dicks. Fucking grow a pair. Nothing's going to happen. Shut up. But they fucking rub my face and shit. And then Russ says, you're suspended for a week and we're taking your money too. You don't get paid. Fuck. So I go home. And then that was it. That was, um, that all happened. Um, Thursday, February, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm fucking this up. Wednesday, February 3rd was the game. Thursday, February 4, 2016. I made fun of Joel's pants. Thursday afternoon is when fuckface Russ called me at home. Friday is when I had to apologize. Friday after the show is when they all yelled at me and treated me like I was a fucking piece of shit saying racist shit on the air. I go home. Saturday, Sunday's the Super Bowl. Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm not at the radio station. Everybody's just chatter. Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Holy shit. Everyone's like, oh my God, where is he? What's going on? Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Um... Friday morning, they call me in. Friday morning, the 12th of February, they call me into the radio station. They fire me. And then um, 14th, Sunday, the 14th. Um, actually, the 15th was uh, President's Day, Monday. They they gave Free Beer and Outwings the day off because they didn't know what the fuck they were going to say yet. And... Uh, they had given me like that document. You either, you either got to, um, they said you have, uh, 30 days to sign this document about whether you want to be, uh, fired or you resigned. 
Now, if you sign this, then you're saying you resigned. And you have to, what that does is it absolves us. You can't say shit about us ever again. You can't talk shit about us. You can't say Russ is a uh, pussy. Pookie. Can't say Town Square Media sucks tons of dick. You can't talk about any of this shit. And then we're going to give you, it was a, a several months pay or something like that. It amounted to a lot of money. And uh, I had 30 days to mull it over whether I wanted to sign that. On day two, uh, they're like, hey, you going to sign that? I said, I don't know yet. I haven't even looked at it. Maybe. Then I went out to lunch with Greg and Chris, actually, on Saturday the uh, 13th. I was fired on the 12th. Went out to lunch at Applebee's in Granville with Greg and Chris. And that was when Hot Wings who never said shit to me, suddenly goes, hey, I really think you ought to sign that document. I really think it's important that you sign that document and take that money, that non-disclosure agreement. I really think you should sign that. And I go, really? Wow. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for your opinion. And he brought it up again, like later. Yeah, so anyway, as I was saying, I'm like, yeah, I I heard you. That fucking asshole doesn't want me to say shit about this. So then we figure out the terms of breaking up the company, which they had to buy me out of. And they owed me $120,000. So they gave me that money. And then I said, well, I don't know yet if I'm going to sign this thing. And they're like, why? I go, well, I don't, I don't know. I, that's none of your business, frankly. Uh, I might sign it. I might not. I've got a, a year's worth of pay that I don't have to do anything. And I'm going to be working in uh, a minimum of 30 days anyway. So I'm going to take your money that you just gave me. And I'm going to be working. I'm going to take a month off. And then I'm going to be working again. So I don't know if I need that other money. And I want to be able to say whatever the fuck I want without worrying about getting sued. So fuck you. Mind your own business. Um, I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. Uh, they get the day off president's day on that Monday. And then Greg calls me first. Uh, um, Russ calls me and he goes, so have you decided what you're going to sign our document yet? I go, no, no, I haven't decided yet. Well, the show's got to go on Monday or Tuesday. What, what are they going to say that you resigned or you quit or that you resigned or you were fired? What are they going to say? I go, I don't know what you're going to do. That's not my responsibility. I, I remember when you fired me, you fucking piece of shit. What the, why are you asking me? You, all you did was give me a document and I have 30 days to read it, give it to my lawyer, consider it, think about it, pray over it. Like we do in Hudsonville. Uh, and I have 30 days and then I decide whether I want to, uh, what I want to do. You know, if I sign it, you give me money. If I don't sign it, you don't give me money. Quite simple. Well, this doesn't look good, Eric. I go, what the fuck? It doesn't look good. What the fuck? What do you mean? We hang up. 15 minutes passes. Uh, Greg calls me. Yeah, man. What are you going to do? I go, what do you mean? Are you going to sign that document? I go, why does everybody keep asking me that? So I now realize that I have all of the power. And I'm watching them squirm. And I go, I don't know. I might. I might not. And then um, he goes, well, what are we supposed to say? I go, you should consult your boss. They'll tell you what to say. Don't ask me what to say. You're asking me what to say? Again, I don't work there. 
hang up. Then I uh, announced that I was going to be on Wood Radio um, to discuss it because Wood Radio wanted to talk about it as a news story, which was okay. I could easily do that. But Town Square hears about it, hears about it, and Greg calls me back. He goes, oh, hey, you better not go on Wood Radio. I go, why not? He goes, you're violating your non-compete. I go, they're interviewing me as a news story. He goes, look, I'm just letting you know that they're considering pulling the deal. Pulling the deal means the what they offered me, the, which I'm not going to sign it anyway. The 30-day thing where I sign it and then they give me a bunch of money. They're considering pulling that deal. I go, I don't care. I go, I, I don't even know if I'm going to sign that. I haven't thought about it. Well, this is a bad move for you. I'm just telling you. I go, okay. Duly noted, uh, I'm done taking advice from you. Uh, we are not uh, uh, business partners. And uh, I don't answer to anyone. So thanks, but no thanks. Thank you for your advice. Fine, sir. Fuck you. Hang up. Wood TV gets threatened by Town Square. Phil Tower from Wood, uh, not Wood TV, Wood Radio. To Phil Tower calls me back. He goes, we're pulling it. We're not going to interview you now. I go, why not? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's, it'd be great. We don't want to jeopardize any problem, possible lawsuit. It's legal's not convinced that we're safe. I go, all right, fuck you too. I uh, woke up this morning, Tuesday morning, the um, 16th of February. And uh, Greg announced Eric and the company have parted ways. And that's all we can say about it. And then the game was on. The game was on. And never forget. So I didn't hear from anybody. And then occasionally I would, uh, I, one time I called up Greg and I'm talking to him. And um, at this point I'm playing a game with him. I can't stand him. But uh, he doesn't know that. I call him up and uh, I go, uh, how's it going? Now, if you're him, what he should say is he should, he doesn't, he should like, well, uh, we're, we're making it, but no, he's like, oh man, we're doing great. We've really, really turned the page. And I'm like, thanks. Thank you. Uh, I think it was his final fuck you to me. So, um, Adam says, weren't you running the board at the time? Absolutely. But the, uh, the dump was between us. So we could all reach the dump if we thought something. And I didn't think what I said was weird in any way. I thought it was fine. So I'm not going to dump myself. But Greg was like, oh, yeah, it seemed weird at the time. I'm like, well, why didn't you fucking hit it, you idiot? But, but, had he hit the dump, this was inevitable. This was going to happen down the road. I can promise you that. There is no way that I would have survived at that radio show. Something was going to happen. So better then than later, in my opinion, because now it's all, I mean, I, Jesus, it's in my opinion, I uh, work harder, but I'm much happier now than I, when I was then. 